Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith, Edinburgh. This podcast features edited highlights from our service held on Sunday, January the 30th, 2022. To find out how to join us and for more information, please go to stjamesleith.org.uk. Welcome to our all-age Candlemas uh, service, especially warm welcome to visitors. I know Grace and Emily, uh, first time here. It's lovely to have you. Uh, We're trying, and also a warm welcome, of course, to all those at home. We are trying uh, something different. A number of people um, have uh, asked about doing things creatively in church, which has been difficult over uh, lockdown um, but we're going to have a go this morning and hopefully those at home will be able to join us and we did send uh, out this with the notices so if at home you've got a jar and various things to je- uh, decorate it in order to make a candle holder and we'll be doing that in church which will require a little bit of movement we will be going next door through this door and out the other so uh, if you can wear masks while we're walking about and just be um, uh, careful about distancing and everything like that. Um, so Joe's uh, organised a service and very bravely trialling out this uh, 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 this service. So thank you for that. So we'll start our service in the usual way. Uh, I'll ring the singing bowl and have a, a little bit of quiet for us really to prepare ourselves to worship God. And then Joe will talk a little bit about what Candlemas uh, is Uh, this morning. God of light and love, in this very moment the star still beckons. Gather us in this building and at home And let the star call us in new ways of healing and hope, restoration and renewal, as we discover again Christ's call to discipleship. Amen. Please now stand for our opening song.
dear friends, on Wednesday, it will be 40 days since we celebrated the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Today, we remember the day on which he was presented in the temple, when he was offered to God and shown to his people. Today, we will remember how in their old age, Simeon and Anna recognized him as their Messiah and revealed him to be the light to the world. And so today, we celebrate the joy of his coming, looking back to the day of his birth and forward to the coming days of Lent and the cross and Easter. And in the old days in the churches, all the candles for the year would be blessed at Candlemas to remember the light that's so important to our lives. We stand for the Gloria. Gloria, Gloria. first reading is Hebrews 2, verses 14 to 18. Since therefore the children share flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared the same things, so that through death he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. For it is clear that he did not come to help angels, but the descendants of Abraham. Therefore, he had to become like his brothers and sisters in every respect, so that he might be merciful and a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God, to make a sacrifice of atonement for the sins of the people. Because he himself was tested by what he suffered, he is able to help those who are being tested. Hear what the Spirit says to the church. I'm going to tell you the gospel story a little bit differently today. From the point of view of one of the people who was present. But before I do so, I want to set the scene. Forty days after Jesus was born, Joseph and Mary took him to the temple at Jerusalem. This is what every Jewish parent did when their child was 40 days old. They took him to the temple to give thanks to God for his safe birth and present him to God in thanksgiving. A really impressive building. Now, it was about 15 stories high, they think, and the walls were clad with gleaming white marble and sheets of precious gold and the great doors were made of shiny bronze. Now it was a busy, bustling place. 
There were markets selling sacrifices. It contained the law courts. And the most important scholars and priests would meet there to discuss the scripture. And here's what an artist thinks it might have been like. So it's very busy. And so can you imagine Mary and Joseph and how they must have felt in such a place? Mary carrying the bundle of the baby Jesus in her arms and Joseph carrying the poor man's gift of two pigeons as an offering. A poor little family who travelled many, many days to get there from the sticks. They must have been over, overwhelmed in awe of such a place. So I just want you to hold on to that picture in your minds and as I tell you the story. The person I want to tell you about was not Mary or Joseph. It wasn't a priest or a lawyer or a scholar or an official. It was a lady and her name was Anna and she was a great grandma. Now there's something you need to know about great grandma Anna. Great grandma Anna was unstoppable. And here are some clues about her. Okay, so. Right, we've got some polish. Might have looked a bit different in those days. Okay. We've got a menorah, a candlestick, which I think Anna would have had a bit more shiny than mine. And... We've got a, a cup and a saucer. So, okay, so here's some clues about great-grandma Anna and what she did. But the thing that she did the best was praying and worshipping God. And she came to the temple every day. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and here's a picture of what she might have looked like. She was really good at praising and thanking God, and she always did it. Now, lots of great grannies, when they reach their late 80s, are about ready to put their feet up, to take things more easily, and let others do the rushing about and worrying, but not Anna. Nothing seemed too much trouble for Anna. She was unstoppable. She was as busy serving God and his people at 84 years old as she had been when she was 24. The temple in Jerusalem was the centre of her life. It wasn't just the services where morning and evening, rain or shine, she was always there in the front row, singing and praying her heart out. But she was also there for all the routine temple jobs. She did the polishing so well that all the wood shone. She polished the candlesticks so well that they gleamed. She made the tea so well that no one ever went away thirsty. And she welcomed people at the door so well that no one ever felt a stranger. She was always ready with a smile, a kind word for the lonely, or a special prayer for those in trouble. 
they called her a prophetess. And that was quite an honour in those days because very few people in history had been given that very special title. Great-grandma Anna was unstoppable. And great-grandma Anna had a special secret too. From time to time, she shared it with those who were ready to listen. You see, when she was praying, singing, welcoming, making tea, cleaning and caring for others, she was also doing something else. She was on the lookout. She was waiting for God's promised rescuer, the Messiah, the one that God had said would come to sort out the mess of this world. She was absolutely sure that she was going to meet him one day, though time was ticking on for Anna. It was a very ordinary morning that, that day when something most extraordinary happened. A young couple, we know them as Mary and Joseph. They arrived with their 40-day-old baby for the special thank you service. And Anna, as usual, was unstoppable, handing out the books, smiling to the worshippers and welcoming the new visitors. But when she saw this couple, and in particular this baby boy, she thought that there was something special about him. But what was it? By the time she went into the service to join with everybody for the celebration, she saw a most amazing thing. The baby was no longer in the arms of his mother, but had been picked up by a friendly elderly man. She knew him because he often was in the temple like her. He was a bit younger than her, but even so, he was a granddad in his own right. But that wasn't the most remarkable thing. You see, this granddad was singing. A singing granddad. Wow. For once, the unstoppable Anna was stopped in her tracks. Granddad Simeon, that was his name, was singing about the baby. Now I can go in peace, he sang, and my long waiting sees. God's rescuer has come, a light for everyone. Anna gazed open-mouthed. There had been something special about this baby. This was the one she had been waiting for, God's special rescuer, God's special light for the world. A baby, of course. How like God to take them all by surprise. Anna was so excited that she finally had met the one she had been waiting for. The baby Jesus. He was the light of the world. And of course, Anna could not contain herself. She told everyone about it. She told the people who came to the temple doors. 
She told the people who drank her temple tea. She told the people she prayed with on the temple steps. And she told the people with whom she cleaned the temple ornaments. Because of this great grandma, lots of people got to hear about Jesus, the light of the world, because Anna was unstoppable. So it turned out was the light that was Jesus. That's unstoppable too. Today, we remember that light and we remember great-grandma Anna, who was unstoppable and who was one of the very first people to witness and share that light with those around her. And we also remember our responsibility to share that light too. The song that the choir have just sung, Simeon's song. Simeon calls Jesus a light for everyone. Anna recognizes him as the Messiah. And so this day was made into Candlemas, a feast of candles. The warm candlelight is meant to be a tangible reminder of that greater light for which, beyond all time, radiates from the figure of Jesus. We are reminded of the need to be prepared to burn brightly ourselves in the midst of this dark world. We take this light away this morning. It's not our own light. No light of our own would be bright enough. Rather, it is the light of Christ. The light which at the beginning of creation shined in the darkness and which no darkness can overcome. Jesus was a light to lighten the Gentiles, all nations and races and cultures of people. The response this morning when I see Jesus, light of the world, will you respond, bring light to our darkness. Jesus, light of the world, bring light to our darkness. 
Jesus, you are the true light, lighting up every person in your world. Today, as we celebrate the Feast of Candlemas, and as we look on the flames of our candles, may they help us to lift up our prayers to you. You are the light that shines in the darkness, and when you are with us, darkness can seem as bright as day. We give you thanks that you came into the world to share in our earthly life, to experience family life, difficulties, pain and suffering, and to rejoice in the love of God. Loving God, we pray that the light of your Son, Jesus Christ, will shine in our lives and the lives of the people of all races throughout the world, so that wars may stop and people will be safe and will be able to live in peace. We pray that you will help us to always work for peace and be generous with our time and our money so that others may know your love. Jesus, light of the world, bring light to our darkness. Healing God, we pray for those in any kind of need. Especially we bring to you those who are sick in hospital or at home, those who are badly affected by the present pandemic in any way, those who are lonely, depressed, those who have no family help. Pour your spirit of healing and peace upon them that they will feel better about themselves and we give you thanks for all who work to bring relief to them. Bless also those who live in our world who have been forgotten about. May they come to know your love and healing in their lives too. Jesus, light of the world, bring light to our darkness. So using your candle, pray for one situation or place in the world that is especially close to you just now in silence. Jesus, light of the world, bring light to our darkness. And again, using your candle, pray for one way that our church can move forward. Jesus, light of the world, bring light to our darkness. And using your candle again, pray for one person that you know. Jesus, light of the world, bring light to our darkness. God, our Father and Mother, we thank you for your love for us. Thank you that you love us and care for us as babies, as children, as we grow up and all through our lives. Jesus, thank you for your light that shines in each one of us. Holy Spirit, 
Bless us as we try to bring this wonderful light to others in our daily lives, at home, at school, and at work. Merciful God, accept these prayers we have brought to you in Jesus' name. So as we do in this place as you did in an upstairs room, send down your Holy Spirit on us and on these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us your body, healing, forgiven, and making us whole, and that we may become for you your body, loving and caring in the world until your kingdom comes. Amen. And among friends gathered around the table, Jesus took bread and broke it and said, This is my body, it is broken for you. And later he took the cup of wine and said, This is the new relationship with God, made possible by my death. Take this, all of you, to remember me.
Loving God, help us to find the light that is within us and to be able to share that light with those around. Amen.